I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. Joe, co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say, I was there when your progeny asked you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. You're simply providing a Bitcoin wallet address and you're paying us in local currency to purchase a mining rig and then you're receiving those rewards in Bitcoin. So you can acquire Bitcoin in a completely sovereign fashion without having to worry about what your bank's reaction is going to be or anything of that such. So I think that there's, you know, again, back to that idea of it's really wise and safe to take some of your treasury and at least have a bit of Bitcoin on the side. This is a good way to convert your treasury into Bitcoin without having to go through an exchange or other sort of medium to do so. So you're you're completely outside of the, the existing financial system when you do that. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Kent Halliburton, who's a business operator with deep expertise in Bitcoin mining and solar energy. He's president and COO at SAS Mining and has led sales and business development for a publicly traded solar energy company, managing a team of more than 100 people with a nine-figure sales target. If you're interested in learning more about Bitcoin mining, I think you're really going to enjoy today's interview. And if you've always wanted to get into mining for yourself, but haven't taken the time to learn the technical side of things, SAS Mining can help with that as well. And there's a link below where you can learn more about that. Kent also mentions that SAS Mining is raising funds right now, and if that piques your interest, there's a link in the show notes for that as well. Of course, before we get to our interview with Kent, we do have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, and this week is the Lexington Bitcoin Meetup. The Lexington Bitcoin Meetup has been connecting Bitcoiners in the Bluegrass State since 2015. They're a weekly Bitcoin-only meetup that consists of a casual but passionate atmosphere with other like-minded people who share the common belief that Bitcoin will change the world. They would love to invite you to come out and join them, whether you're a local or just passing through. They meet every Tuesday night at the cellar in Lexington, Kentucky, and try to have guest speakers on the first Tuesday of the month. Check them out at LexingtonBitcoin.org and follow them on Twitter at LexBitcoin.org to learn more about their upcoming events. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Kent right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Kent, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Bring it on. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? Oh, that's a good question. So I uh, I first discovered Bitcoin uh, by random happenstance. So I was living in the Bay Area selling solar systems in, uh, from 2008 to 2012. And during that time period, I'd heard about Bitcoin. I was living in the Silicon Valley area, but I didn't pay it any, never mind. And then uh, it wasn't until 2015 when I was traveling 
uh, actually happened to be in Peru, which is where I am today, uh, and had some spare time on my hand and came across it. And, you know, one of the things that I did not understand was about money itself. I understood how money worked from my career, but I didn't understand about money itself. Uh, and I, I became inc- incredibly fascinated once I discovered Bitcoin to understand that topic. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? Ooh, I think the biggest insight that I've gained from Bitcoin is that it shifts people's time horizons. And humanity generally operates at its best when it has a long time horizon versus a short time horizon. And I did not understand the power of uh, store of value to shift people's uh, mindsets about time horizons. What's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to others? That I most recommend uh, to others? That's a good question. I would either say uh, the bullish case for Bitcoin or uh, the Bitcoin standard. Those are sort of my two go-tos. So beyond Bitcoin, what is an insight, resource, tool, idea, whatever it may be, that's been helpful for you or your business recently? I think an insight for me is... I don't think it's a particularly novel one, but I think having a continued focus on AI uh, as a leader in my company and noticing specific applications uh, and how they apply to specific roles in our organization and trying to coach various team members uh, to utilize those to supercharge their efforts. Because my perspective on AI is that I'm not threatened by it. I don't see it becoming a sentient entity anytime soon could be completely wrong, but I do see it as a great way for uh, employees to supercharge their capabilities. Now we have what we call our final arbitrary but insightful question, and it's this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? I think I'm a particularly thick-headed person, so I've learned more by bashing my head against the wall and learning what not to do. Uh, So for me, uh, the... uh, the, the lessons that teach you how to avoid pain are the, the most profound. So I guess I'd, I'd land in the why not category. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Linkster, secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at VellusCommerce. Let's make 
make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, Kent, we're here today to talk about SAS mining, your leadership there, and what it has to offer, especially business owners. But I think just educating people about Bitcoin mining is always very interesting because there are so many things that Bitcoin mining, so many positive effects that Bitcoin mining does have and can have on this world. Maybe you could share with us just first of all, before we get into any of that, a little bit about SAS mining. Yeah, so SAS mining uh, came to market with the purpose of transforming how people relate to money and energy. We just realized there was this massive opportunity here in Bitcoin mining. And specifically, it's the sector of the Bitcoin ecosystem that is the most misunderstood. Even within the Bitcoin community, there's a lot of people that misunderstand it. And it, it makes actually absolute sense to me why it's misunderstood. And that's because for the first time in human history, we have the melding together of analog and digital uh, in, a, in a completely unique way, right? Like electricity is the underlying physical force that's necessary to uh, create new Bitcoin on the Bitcoin network. And so that fusion of both electrical infrastructure and digital technology is really hard for people to synthesize and put their head around. So it sounds mining. What our aim was, I know taking the long way around to answer your question here, but what we aim to do is say, hey, how do we give the greatest customer experience to folks wanting to mine Bitcoin who lack the technical expertise? So he said, okay, first of all, to do that, we need to have a great value proposition. Uh, and that means align our incentives with our customers, which we do. Second, we know that there's this huge concern over energy and the energy FUD uh, that surrounds Bitcoin. Now that's in the global West, not so much in the global South where I sit today. But that being said, how can we mitigate that? Well, pretty easy. Let's tie into uh, only carbon neutral or equivalent carbon negative energy sources. And third, how do we make it so that we can create an experience where customers aren't putting up tons of capital and waiting 9, 12 months to actually see their mining rigs deployed. So we successfully accomplished that. We've completed our first uh, facility. It's running on hydro in Wisconsin, raving customers, raving reviews. And we're actually now in the position of going to market to raise some capital through a start-in and crowdfunding campaign in order to uh, propel ourselves into our next 5 megawatts. So you said so many things there that I want to follow up on. I think maybe the most beneficial thing, first of all, would just be I, I want to do this for non-Bitcoiners and for Bitcoiners. You mentioned that there are misunderstandings in, in both camps. So could you just give like a 30 second explanation of what non-Bitcoiners most misunderstand about Bitcoin mining? Most misunderstood is is the energy FUD. And it is misunderstood for the same reason that a lot of people in the West do not value Bitcoin, right? So it's very easy if you don't value something and you see it use a lot of energy to turn around and say that's wasteful. Well, if you're in the global South or any of the, of the uh, countries that are hyperinflating, we can see objectively that people are adopting that currency because it's valuable and they can store their, store their, their hard-earned wealth in a stable source relative to their own currency. That's hard to understand until you have that experience. So I would say the biggest uh, misunderstanding actually comes back to just the value proposition for Bitcoin itself. Because once you value that, you no longer care. I mean, I think the numbers right now are that the banking industry uses five times the, the energy of the Bitcoin sector. And it's like 0.01% or 0.15% of total energy consumption. But you wouldn't know that from the hysteria 
that surrounds Bitcoin mining. So it seems to me like it's become an easy scapegoat uh, for a lot of people in the environmental community to, to throw uh, shade at Bitcoin uh, and Bitcoin mining specifically, even though it's really not warranted. And I still want to get your answer for Bitcoiners as well. But first of all, non-Bitcoiners don't value Bitcoin uh, yet because, you know, if they did, then they would probably be Bitcoiners. So what would be maybe the the 30 seconds of why Bitcoin should actually matter to people uh, for whom it does not matter yet? Well, I think that the it should matter uh, because we're going through some tectonic plate shifts in the global monetary system. And I think that anybody that is not allocating at least a portion of their wealth to Bitcoin, which is outside that incumbent system, is actually not uh, managing their assets in, in, a, in a very well from a risk perspective, right? But to answer your question about Bitcoiners themselves, what I see is mis- most misunderstood about the Bitcoin mining sector is the value of the mining rigs themselves. It's fairly understood in the industry how the price volatility of the mining rigs really uh, change the financial outcomes for Bitcoin miners. So, for instance, uh, if you look at the top of the last bull market, November 2021, uh, a 100 terahash uh, mining rig was about $12,000. If you look at it today, that same mining rig is down sub $2,000, right? So that's an 80% drop in the price of the mining rig. Well, if you look at the cash flow right now in a bear market, which you know looks like we're starting to come out of, but if you look at that cash flow scenario, it doesn't look very good, but the Bitcoin mining rig is so cheap that this is actually the time where you want to get it started because the value of that's going to go up. So that's the most misunderstood thing that I see from a Bitcoiner perspective is understanding that the hardware used to mine Bitcoin fluctuates as ra- as dramatically as the Bitcoin price itself. So now sounds like a great time to get started. And I know one thing that you do at SAS Mining is host miners. And so could you talk a little bit about the value of the, uh, first of all, obviously a business owner or really any individual who's not dedicated to Bitcoin mining, they don't have to worry about the technical side, as you mentioned before, if they use hosted mining. So could you talk about the value there, some of what you can expect as far as um, potential returns and why someone would want to mine Bitcoin instead of buying it? Good question. So I actually don't see it as an either or. I see it as a both and. For instance, if you've got fiat burning a hole in your pocket, but you already had a large position in Bitcoin and you wanted to convert from a dollar cost average standpoint, Bitcoin mining is actually a great opportunity to do so. And actually makes a lot of people that are fearful of the volatility in Bitcoin's price as it relates to the US dollar or other fiat currencies. It makes them more comfortable as well. Our user testing showed that people actually that were more risk in, uh, sensitive liked our product more. So how does our, our product work? Host, hosted mining, what does that mean? It means that uh, you purchase a, a, a mining rig uh, through us. Within two weeks, it's shipped to our warehouse from a, a third-party vendor. Uh, it sits there in, in our data center. We plug it in. We test it. make sure everything's working and functional. Uh, and then we assign it to you. You get a hosting plan set up. And the Bitcoin rewards go directly to your wallet. So we never custody. We never touch your Bitcoin. We're simply a service provider. And how we make money is actually not on the sale of the mining rig. It's not on the sale of the hosting service, but it's on the block reward. So we instruct the mining pool to separate the rewards. Uh, For our first facility, it was 95% of the rewards went directly to the customer and 5% went to us. 
So we're aligned and we care about what happens to our customers' rigs because it's actually how we make our money as well. So for those who are listening who aren't already ensconced in the Bitcoin space, the block reward is what you get if you uh, essentially have found the next Bitcoin block and you are given the opportunity to enter the transactions and you receive a reward for doing that. Now, um, the problem is unless you are that one miner, that one computer that finds the correct hash, you don't get any Bitcoin. And so what a lot of people do is come together with a, a a pool of other miners or other computers and share the rewards, which is what Kent has just explained. Now, Kent, what I want to ask you is, do you have a SAS mining pool or are you part of a larger pool and share the rewards with others? Well, first off, thank you for filling in the gaps there. I am so ensconced in uh, in this industry, I don't even realize when I'm talking too much uh, industry jargon for the average person. As far as the, the pool itself, we are using a third-party uh, pool. Luxor is the name of it. Uh, they're very uh, customer-centric and friendly, and we have a very tight integration with them. And we do plan to offer our customers other mining pool options in the future. So let's say someone's listening right now and they're curious about uh, getting started with SAS mining. What's the process? You mentioned there's maybe a, a couple of weeks, but um, do they have a, do they have the ability to select particular miners or do you kind of have one that works really well with your setup? What does the process look like for someone who's interested in taking that next step? The answer to that question is somewhat time dependent. And why I say that is because our first facility in Wisconsin just filled up. So we have been in the process of adjusting our platform uh, to adapt to the fact that we are acquiring our next facility. Five megawatts of hydro is what we're looking at. We're looking at several different jurisdictions, but we haven't nailed that down. That'll be a three to six month process before we do. And so as a result, what we're doing is we're giving a halfway position to customers at the moment. And what that means is they can purchase a mining rig from us and they can have it shipped to our warehouse. We will have it shipped to our warehouse. That way they can lock in the price of the mining rig, at least in the meantime, because as the price of Bitcoin tends to run, ASICs, uh, the mining rigs themselves, become more difficult to acquire and the price increases. So we're giving customers the opportunity to purchase mining rigs today at today's prices, because inevitably if the bull run occurs, you know, the, the prices are going to go up. And it doesn't seem to me unlikely that we'll see a doubling of the price or a doubling of the price of uh, the doubling of the price of Bitcoin, which means roughly a doubling of the price of the mining rigs uh, over the next few months. And do you have particular mining rigs that you sell? Uh, I guess I'm wondering about the options because I know you have S9s, S19s, uh, but then you also have other brands. Uh, what do you offer at SAS Mining? So from our standpoint, again, our approach is let's make this as easy as possible. And what that means from our perspective is let's go with name brand. Let's not create any confusion there. And that means Bitmain. Bitmain has been the industry leader for, geez, I think since uh, around 2015. I'm not 100% on, on that date, but they've been the industry leader in Bitcoin mining for a very long time. They're very reputable uh, mining rigs, and we've just centered on those. Now, could we offer other manufacturers in the future? Sure, as they prove themselves and mature. Now, when it comes to the mining rigs at this moment, we're only offering a single one that we have uh, analyzed and gives the best bang for the buck. Basically, that's the 100 terahash unit. In the future, we are doing some analysis, and it looks like we will be adding a high-end mining rig, but it comes with a price tag almost double 
what the uh, the S nineteen hundred terahash unit is. So that'll give customers the option: Do I want more efficiency, and do I want to pay for that efficiency, or do I want to have best bang for my buck? And I know that prices will will change. Could you talk a little bit about what miners are costing these days and what you might expect to see um, in the next bull run, whether that's in the next few months, in the next year? You know, there are all sorts of, of prognostications out there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're telling me it's, you know, I, I, I'm sure you've heard about the Balaji bet of Bitcoin going to a million dollars in 90 days. That would actually be horrible for the mining industry. And the reason why is because mm-hmm. it would be so profitable to mine Bitcoin at that point that everybody that's got anything to plug into the grid will plug it in, right? Because they'll be able to mine profitably. And that's going to create all sorts of energy-related issues for uh, our industry. So I don't want Bitcoin to go to a million dollars in 90 days. But regardless, even if the price of Bitcoin goes to a 2x our last uh, peak, you know, let's say we go to 140,000, that gives actually a lot of opportunity for quite a few more mining rigs to plug in. Um, and if you look at that demand, it means that I think it would be, I would be surprised if we see the price per unit of hash uh, not not exceed what we saw last cycle. So the dollars per tera hash, that's kind of the, the major unit people use, um, got up to, I think it was about $110 a tera hash last cycle currently it's closer to you know 15 to 20 so if we get up to that 110 dollars a tera hash or exceed it again i mean that's a huge huge jump and i think it's it's likely that it could go much past that just because there'll be a shortage of mining rigs the manufacturers won't be able to keep up if bitcoin does what it typically does well okay that, that's that's helpful now i do want to switch gears a little bit you mentioned that as president and coo you're always looking at how to use ai more effectively and how to coach people in that could you talk with us a little bit about that because i'm sure there are plenty of business owners who would be interested in incorporating it more into their businesses as it's relevant to them yeah so i i have to say this is a fairly loose strategy and it basically entails uh flipping through my twitter feed and seeing uh, pretty interesting examples and then sharing those with my team members. But I will say a few of the examples that I've seen are specific tools to uh, to look at ways that you can market your product. I guess the sales and marketing standpoint is the most fascinating to me because if you can comb through your, your user set uh, and you know the people that are acquiring you through Twitter or, um, or other social media, Twitter and LinkedIn are the primary two we focus on. But if you know who the people are that are expressing interest, well, then we can use AI to sort of go after that type of a, a profile, a personality set to try to get ourselves in front of more of the right people that might be interested uh, in what we're offering. So I, I'm, I'm curious to know your your final pitch here for business owners when it comes to considering hosted mining. Share some some overarching ideas and encouragement to business owners to help them uh, navigate their, their thinking through this potential strategy. So... I think one of the things to consider is that if you're mining Bitcoin, you are actually outside of the existing incumbent financial system as well. So what I mean by that is you're simply like a platform like ours. You're simply providing a Bitcoin wallet address and you're paying us in uh, local currency uh, to purchase a mining rig. And then you're receiving those rewards in Bitcoin. So you can you can acquire Bitcoin in a completely sovereign fashion without having to worry about what your bank's reaction is going to be or anything of that such. So I think that there's, you know, again, back to that idea of 
it's really wise and safe to take some of your treasury and at least have a bit of Bitcoin on the side. This is a good way to convert your treasury into Bitcoin without having to go through an exchange or other sort of medium to do so. So you're you're completely outside of the, the existing financial system when you do that. And that was going to be my final question. But then I just thought, you know, the hash rate has just exploded in 2023, you know, hitting all time highs. Could you just share with us your thoughts on that? And I, I don't know what's happening within the mining industry conversations about why that might be. I've heard potentially some sovereigns getting in into the game without without stating it. What are your thoughts and what does it look like or what should people be thinking when it comes to considering the fact that mining looks like it's only going to be getting more difficult from here? Yeah, no, that you're hitting on the crux of the Bitcoin mining uh, proposition. And what I see is that that we are going to continue to see that increase until it's such a point where margins get extremely compressed. And it's only the most efficient, lowest cost power uh, sourcing entities that are going to be able to survive. And so I think that from that standpoint, you know, it's actually quite good. Uh, from like a grid standpoint, because Bitcoin mining is going to be sopping up like all the excess energy and wasted energy because that's the cheapest energy. However, from a profit margin standpoint, what I anticipate is like the last cycle, the most profitable time to mine was during the bull run, like when the price really spiked, because it takes a while for people to plug their mining rigs in. However, to take advantage of that price run, you have to be plugged in before the price run occurs. And that's the that's one of the big gaps in people's knowledge that they don't realize that like even right now, even though cash flow may not look great, um, mining rigs are cheap and you plug them in now in preparation of the bull run because then you get to take advantage of the price run up. Um, and people then when the price is running are struggling to be able to plug in. Well, I appreciate you sharing those final thoughts. Maybe if you have anything else to share before we finish up, um, let, let the listeners know and then also let them know where they can go to find out more about SAS mining. I would say final thoughts are, you know, Bitcoin has the ability and specifically Bitcoin mining to transform our relationship with both money and energy. And that's a purpose that we're keenly focused on and aware of. And we'd like to recruit more people to that by either joining us as customers on our platform or more importantly, right now, as investors through our Start Engine campaign. So you can Google Start Engine SaaS Mining and we'll come right up there. Um, and we have uh, limited availability that's scheduled to end at the end of the month. So please join us there. And we'd love to have you uh, find us on sasmining.com uh, or at SaaS Mining on Twitter. Great. All right, Kent, thanks so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you, Josh. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Kent, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you're interested in getting started with mining for yourself, consider SAS Mining. As always, keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app 
You can earn SaaS just by listening on Fountain. Check out the link in the show notes to get started with Fountain today.